Be part of an innovative fine arts community immersed in a top research university. Carnegie Mellon University's School of Music's world-class vocal department constantly works at the cutting edge of musical art forms. CMU performance faculty are creating projects that leverage musicians' skill sets in unique and applicable ways. Students are challenged to think outside the box as they engage with non-traditional performance spaces, collaboration with electronics, and improvisation, alongside a robust program of traditional studies, languages, recitals, and operas. To learn more about Carnegie Mellon University and to apply, visit the link in the show notes of this episode. This is So Lit Song Lit, a production of Cincinnati Song Initiative, where we reimagine the repertoire by introducing less familiar art songs through sound clips and lively discussion. I'm vocal coach Ellen Rissinger. And I'm soprano Tony Marie Palmertree. Join us as we explore this exciting repertoire. So Lit, So Lit, reimagining the repertoire. Today we're going to talk about Alma Mahler's Fünf Lieder. If you recognized the last name, you are not mistaken. <laughs> this is Gustav's wife. Yes. What I found interesting was that he wanted her to stop working, to stop composing. Yeah. So there are only 17 extant songs written by Alma Mahler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we lost a lot of her work because he, as a condition of their marriage, said that she had to stop composing music. And when that almost ruined their marriage, he helped her to edit these Fünf Lieder. So these are the first things that she got published. Mm-hmm. So I find it very interesting that he then was the editor <laughs> on these Fünf Lieder. She must have uh, run down on him. because <laughs> <laughs> Alma Mahler herself fled Austria actually after the Anschluss when they annexed, when Germany annexed Austria in the wars. She fled and ended up in America, which I didn't realize. No, I don't, I don't think I knew that. Right? So she started out in L.A. in America and then ended up in, NY, in New York City. And in every place she lived, including Vienna, she always had sort of a... I want to... What do you call like a circle of friends? She had like a camarata. Mm. She was a very... I would say a very central public figure wherever she went. She liked to have people around her, thinking people around her. Hmm. Interesting. So when it comes to these five songs, the first song is Die Stille Stadt. And we need to say a little bit about the poetry because if it feels so dark at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the whole thing is like this valley and it's it's dark and it's covered in... Nebel, sorry, my English coming out. It's covered in clouds. It's really hard to see anything. And it's sort of like somebody looking out over this scene, right? Mm-hmm. But the moment that I need to talk about is the moment where a little light comes on. So through all of this clouds and darkness and everything, a, a light comes on and... Through all of this smoke and and fog, you hear a song from a child's mouth. And Mm. the chord structure there is so innocent. Mm, It's beautiful. (laughs) 
again, it makes your soul kind of just open up. I love how even after that vocal line that the piano continues to play a melody afterwards. So the scene continues on. And in this case, as the scene continues on, it's kind of in major. Mm -hmm. So maybe just hearing that child mm -hmm. singing improved the mood of the person. Yeah. And it comes out of this kind of stormy moment mm -hmm. in the piano part. It feels very stormy and it just sort of breaks through which I just think is super neat. As a pianist, <laughs> I'm going to say right now, any pianists who are listening, number two, that's the one to start with practicing because it's hard. <laughs> I wish you could see our face. <laughs> I remember I was, when, I, when I was first learning this, I had texted a friend and I said, I'm sorry, I really need to practice. I'm playing the Alma Mahler on a recital coming up. And my friend actually texted back and said, oh my God, that second song. Oh, wow. <laughs> You're not alone. No, I'm not the only pianist that finds that slightly difficult. So, so that's enough to say about the second song. <laughs> Good luck. Right? Godspeed. What about the Lauer Sommernacht? This is the third song. First off, we have... A vocal line that does not end where you expect it to end. Ever. Ever. <laughs> and it's just, it just sounds like, you know, constant question. You know? Right? You know, like, huh? <laughs> and I think what I find very amusing is uh, we, knowing who edited this, knowing that she composed this and then Gustav Mahler edited it, it says, etwas dringend, so a little bit urgent. Mm. And then the first measure you have a stringendo, and then you have retard. Then you have... In the vocal line, sehr frei im Vortrag, so very freely, with a fermata. Mm -hmm. The next measure, the fourth measure, has a fermata again. And then it says, a tempo. And mm. <laughs> the musician in me is like, huh? I'm sorry, which tempo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the tempo was. We haven't set a tempo. <laughs> right. So I find something like that really amusing, but I also think it really gives you license to go from the text. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that sense, it is very conversational. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if you're trying to make sense of it melodically, not so much, but <laughs> but as a conversation, absolutely makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. The other fun thing about this kind of awkward melody is that it does come out making sense. Yeah. It just doesn't go exactly where you expected it to. Right, it's, it's not what you would expect from uh, a cute little song, you know, it's... it's it's unexpected. Yeah, it makes you think about it. It makes you work for it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like the beginning of it almost sounds like folk tuning, mm -hmm. you know, um, in the piano part. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, for me, when the vocal line comes in with that sort of question mark ending, it's so unexpected because I'm ready for a very simple, easy, folk tuny kind of song. And that's mm -hmm. not what we're doing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we're saying that it's, it's questioning, but... It's actually technically just a statement, mm -hmm. but the whole thing, everything feels like it's, it always feels like a question. Every part of the phrase feels like a question. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're never done. song though makes me smile oh yeah it's it's a one-page song 
And I remember being in graduate school and having Ken Griffith say to us, like, the one-page Schubert's are the hardest ones. Mm. And I feel like this is like a mini opera in one page. Yeah. Because you get everything. You're wandering in the, in the flowers, and it's really nice. And then suddenly it's like, oh, my God, I love you. Don't, don't let me go. And people are here. <laughs> like, what happened? I missed something. <laughs> but she really gives you the whole story in miniature. As a musician, the, the way to look at this when this you have a plötzlich sehr schnell, a prestissimo, like to find the relationship in the way you want to say the text. Again, we're going back to text and we're saying, sing this the way you want to say it, and it'll make sense. Absolutely. As we said, there are 17 extant songs by Alma Mahler. They're very easy to come by. They're accessible from many different places to purchase. We'll make sure and post one of those in the show, in the show notes. This song cycle is technically for a lower voice, generally a mezzo, mm -hmm. but it's not anything that couldn't be sung by a higher voice. Mm -hmm. I agree. It doesn't feel too low. No. And I think when it comes to level of singer, this could also be sung by beginners. It, it has a few little moments where you have to think, but it's not... Yeah, absolutely. It's and not I, out of the realm of the possible. No, definitely, and it's a great exercise with the language as well. Musical performances for this episode were performed by Tony Marie and Ellen and recorded at the Camp Recording Studio in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Purchase information for the scores discussed in this episode are available in the show notes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help others find this podcast. Episodes drop every first, third, and fifth Thursday of the month. So Lit Song Lit is a production of Cincinnati Song Initiative. You can learn more about their network of podcasts at cincinnatisonginitiative.org slash podcasts. Are you craving incredible song recitals? Are you interested in a behind-the-scenes view into professional songmaking at the highest levels of artistry? Are you looking to develop your own artistic and entrepreneurial skills as a classical musician in this ever-changing 21st century landscape? If you found yourself saying yes to any of those questions, look no further than Cincinnati Song Initiative's week-long program, The Fellowship of the Song. Taking place this year from May 19 through 26, The Fellowship brings together some of the country's brightest song performers and teachers for a week of classes, concerts, and study events. And we invite you to join us as an auditor, either in person in Cincinnati or online wherever you may be located. 
When you join the fellowship as an auditor, you gain instant access to the entire week's events and can go back and relive the magic through HD video recordings of each and every session. To learn more about this incredible new opportunity, visit cincinnatisonginitiative.org audit.